0: Hi, this is Michael Dorn, Lieutenant Commander Worf from Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, and you're listening to Trek FM. T.L. Gray, hot.
1: It's time for another serving of Earl Grey, Trek FM's dedicated TNG show. I'm Daniel Pru, sitting in the center chair this week. And joining me, as always, are my two great co-hosts, Darren Moser and Philip Gilfus. Now, guys, I know you're wondering why I asked you here uh, in the Observation Lounge. Um, Listen, I know you've been working really hard. And I want you both to know that I'm proud of what you've done. But I have the list here of everybody that made the cut this week. And, uh, well, I'll, I'm going to place it here on the wall and walk away awkwardly, and uh, you guys let me know what you think.
2: Um, all right, Darren, you look, because I, I don't feel like I have to, really. Um, I've had gold <laughs> stars um, that I put on my wall every morning when I wake up, because you know what? I'm a star. <laughs>
0: Well, I think there's a symbolism to which Enterprise model he pinned the paper underneath. And I think because he pinned it under the B... He's in a really bad mood right now, and I'm really, really... I'm worried. I, I can't look. I mean, it's actually a pad just stapled <laughs> to the wall. Which I
2: thought was a little unnecessary, because it breaks both the pad, and now I can't see the display. In fact... I
0: mean, we do have this giant, like, you know, PowerPoint monitor over here to our left, but I guess, you know, I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking about this week, but he may- lists sound good. He
2: must have watched Code of Honor recently, and really... <laughs> I, I understand the rage. Now
0: I'm just picturing Daniel in the warp core screaming up to the skies as we jerk back shot up <laughs> oh. of the warp
2: core. <laughs> Take me instead.
0: Does does it sound like a Muppet?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Well, we're, okay. We're we're gonna do something a little different for us today. Something new for us, as in Earl Grey, but something that the other shows some of the other shows on the network have done. Uh, Starting with, I guess, what do we call them? Are they OG Standard Orbit? Uh, Standard Orbit 1.0? I mean, back when...
2: Well, see, there's the animated Standard Orbit, (laughs) um, but it's still called Standard Orbit, and I just want you to realize that it's still considered Standard Orbit. It's canon Standard Orbit. (laughs) So uh,
1: I think it was Mike that came up with this this idea a long time ago, and he did it for Standard Orbit, and then... uh, to the journey's picked it up since then, and to the journey, to the journey, <laughs> and uh, I know they've done a few on the orb. Um, basically, to
0: we're going to be doing right, no, no.
1: TNG essentials, uh, and the very first thing that we have to do, guys, is define essentials for TNG. Uh, I feel like maybe it's it's kind of a little grayer of an area than than the other shows so far.
2: Uh, so there's shades of gray. I would say
1: there are. Uh, there's at least one <laughs> or two shades of gray. Yeah. Um, so what
0: do you guys think? Like one of those paint chips you hold up to the wall, and there's like five shades. And but gray. they all look exactly <laughs> alike.
1: I mean, it's
2: like you can't tell. Are the we going for eggshell gray, <laughs> Egg- or are we going for? <laughs> Uh, so what do
1: you think? I mean, I, I I think we can get the easy stuff out of the way, right? If it if it is picked up either later on in TNG or later on in another series, because we lay so much foundation for the entire 24th century, I feel like that's pretty obvious that we would need that. Um, but also, of course, essential TNG, I think also in my mind, I, I, there are episodes that, that come into my mind that maybe be one-off episodes, but are just... Uh, quintessential TNG episodes as well. Uh, what do you guys think?
2: I, I know you meant to say cute essential. Um, well, see this, and now and I'm going to get on a soapbox here. Okay. Let me get, oh, there it is. Wow. This is really sh- shorter than I thought. Um, I think all Star Trek is essential, and I think all TNG is essential. And so, this very premise, I 100% don't believe it. Let me get off the soapbox. So, okay. So, this is what essential means. Um, well, see, I think this is the harder, harder, uh, harder uh, starship to power by dilithium crystals for us because uh you know in into the journey voyager's like well you know what gets them home um maybe in or in the orb you have the over arc and the story you know tng obviously we're not we have arcs in which we've always pointed out here on earl grey there are arcs but you know we're not gonna try to say we're not episodic we are episodic and so i mean i think what you said daniel to a certain extent i think continuity obviously is always going to be essential but i think there. There has to be something more when it comes to TNG. It just can't be continuity. Um, and, and I'm I'm not going to talk any further about, you know, because I want, I want that to be the discussion about what is it essential to TNG in this Earl Grey essentialness of TNG? Because it can't just be continuity. It has to be something else about what makes TNG.
0: Well, and I would say there, I have like two or three questions. One, first, I, I picture someone like Andy, like first time Trek. Like this is a list being prepared for someone who has never seen TNG. I, I like that as an angle because that also starts to generate some context of what we should choose and shouldn't choose. And I, I have really been enjoying this type of series into the journey. And while they do have the, like Philip said, the following through line of getting home, they also have what develops characters. So I think character development is a is an important thing as well. But One thing I I just thought of is, do we want to also define it by what is setting up this 90s TNG universe? I mean, because we're setting up DS9 and Voyager, and and yes, we will get later episodes that, let's just say, handle the Ferengi better or other things like that, but do we feel we need to include things looking at it at that aspect? I mean, they didn't know this was going to run for 15 some odd years straight in 87, but do we want to use that as a lens of what is built for the greater? Using the lens of knowing what will come, the you know, building the federation, building species, things like that. Those are the kind of three areas I'm looking at. Not that we have to use all three, but and I think there's that's a my train of thought, and this is me,
2: and, and I'm not saying. Y'all may disagree, um, and feel free to. But I think to me, there also has to be for TNG-ness. And, and, and again, how do you define TNG? Obviously, no one person, no one fan. Everything TNG is different to everyone. But I think there are, cause, you know, as we start, if we're doing this by season, obviously, which we are, you know, I can already see, even though, of course, I am a great defender of Season 1's 2, and, and to an extent, 3. I mean, 3 doesn't really need that much defending. Um, that, You know, it's, oh, well, that was was the beginning, you know, yeah, there's some stuff that sets some other stuff up, but blah, blah, season three, let's start going, and we'll keep all those. Um, But I think there are some essential, to keep using the word over and over again, um, elements of TNG that, like, and I'm just picking ones randomly, I'll I'll do non-season one, just but, like, measure of a man, which there may be other things about measure of a man that are essential, but, like, that encompasses what TNG is, like that episode. Now, is it set up stuff about data? Probably, and, and characters, and, and, but like, just the essentialness of that's the TNG message and spirit. You know, of course, those are all going to be good episodes. I'm trying to think of, because the hard part about essentialness is that you may not always keep the good episodes and you may keep the bad episodes. <laughs> that's always the, the, that's the that's criteria. That's why we're defining it, exactly. And, but I, I actually okay. do,
1: and I agree with both of you, but I will also say that, Fortunately for us, there's a bit of wiggle room. We don't need to define it so harshly because we don't have to deal with what if one of us agrees and one of us disagrees. We have three members on this show, which means we are going to follow a very simple majority rules as long as they're on my side. So, uh, it, no, I'm, I'm kidding, of course. I'm kidding. <laughs> majority rules. So it, we get to dis- This vote. is why
2: a even-numbered
1: Supreme Court doesn't work. Exactly, that's exactly right. So, uh, you know, we actually... It was good to just kind of hash that out a little bit, but we don't need to spend a lot of time on it. Basically, if two of us feel it's it's worth sticking with, then we're sticking with it, and that's it, and that's how it's going to work.
2: Wait, is this going to be, Daniel, your your ever, um, the thing you've wanted for forever... The 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 battle section, you know, your battle bridge <laughs> of like we're just going to take this season season one in this episode, I presume, and, and we're we're going to battle bridge it to the three of us deciding which episodes live and die, <laughs> something
1: like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's well, let's do it then. Let's start. I'm going to put down my
2: visor <laughs> and shout incoherent Japanese at you.
0: I'm going to get my
1: uh, Q tip <laughs> with a flashlight. So let's start. Okay, we're doing season one today, guys, and we're going to have a good time. And let's start.
2: Uh, I, I like how you say that in such like a parent voice, guys. We're doing season <laughs> one and we're having a good time. I don't care what anyone says. I'm not turning the starship so around to so eat you your season one.
1: Uh, encounter at farpoint.
2: So yeah, we uh, lose it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like I mean, come on. Like you have to start and end with these these. These episodes, right? You have to start with the beginning and end of the end. But you're going to always I don't keep think them.
0: Standard Orbit or TTJ didn't include the pilot. I mean, you kind of have to include God. the
2: pilot. See, I, was, I was, not to turn this into a TTJ meta-commentary uh, Trek FM uh, podcast, I was actually surprised they included the last episode <laughs> because of how strongly they feel about it. I was like, why not just say, like, if War 5 does their essentialness, well, they include the last episode?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Well, I mean, when we get to season seven, are we going to include you know the end of Enterprise? Hey-o. Hey-o. Uh, uh, but, <laughs> okay, so we keep an encounter moving. <laughs>
1: <up>. <laughs> yeah, let's let's. I'm I am actually going to remind. I'm going to read the synopsis of of most of these episodes. I feel like Encounter oh, doesn't yeah. need it. Uh, be- Is this the Netflix summaries? To, the, these are the, the, the. Let's go. Yeah, with these Wikipedia are the Wikipedia summaries. Slightly oh. so oh, better. Uh, we'll see. But, yeah, I mean, really, I feel like we're going to just kind of waste time saying, what are we, do we keep Encounter? Of course we're going to keep Encounter. It introduces us to all of our characters. It sets up the show and it introduces us to Q. Of course. Come on, guys. Of course. But this, this actually already starts out. The next episode is actually an interesting, uh, is, is, it, is something we should start with, right? So the naked now. The crew of the Enterprise find this crew of a scientific vessel dead. They soon fall prey to a mysterious communicable containment causing the crew to experience symptoms similar to alcohol intoxication. Follow threatening the lives of all aboard the ship. Uh, What do you guys think? And that would be contaminant,
0: just so you know,
1: but that's all right.
2: You're right. I I love how liberative that is. Yeah,
1: I didn't. I hadn't read these ahead of time, so forgive me. But go ahead, guys. What do you think?
2: The naked. I am going to be the the liberal member of the Supreme Court, which is pretty much going to keep everyone in. So I'm going to go ahead and and keep very short and succinct naked now. Um, We can be specific, but I'll just say generally. Establishes a lot of character motivations. You may not like the episode, but establishes a lot of character motivations. That's my piece.
0: Of what what motivations is it establishing? That exactly?
2: um, uh, the the da- like it, it basically lo- the loosens the inhibitions and mm-hmm. so now is it a lot of follow up? Maybe not, but like Jordy, you know, certainly throws out that you know, hey, I, I would you know enjoy being able to see like you, um, Yar, um, you know, yearns for some. Again, we may not like that, but I'm just saying what the episode does. Again, being value neutral, uh, Yar, you know, yearns for another side of herself and another side of data Wink. um or did it never happen so it's not canon um and then you have troy you know pining over Riker, bill or bill, bill? Possibly. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah whoever that is um and then you have picard and beverly i mean this is the second episode you have pressure already in effect um and then you have wesley saving the ship so you know take a drink also argyle okay Actually, is he in this episode? Is he's not? Oh, I'm named? sorry. I, it's you're the, right. It's, you're it's, right. It's the. I don't think
0: he shows up till
2: later. Right. And women at warp. Feel free to hit me. It's the lady. No, engineer. no, no. I no, know no. she has a name, but I don't know her name. It's the lady engineer. Who's the chief engineer? And then the assistant engineer, who is the guy who's like throwing the chips around. So. <laughs>
1: um. Okay.
2: All right. Uh. Gee, oh, it's in front of me. Thank you. Uh. Larry. And it's Chief Engineer Sarah McDougal. Yes, McDougal. That's Engineer, what I was thinking of. Jim yeah. Shimoda.
1: I would actually say that yeah, the, based on alone the Yar data stuff is kind of important. I mean we get a reference it is we get a reference in first to contact. this episode in first contact. So I mean I feel like it kinda has to stay. But what do you what do you think, Darren?
0: Well, I was initially gonna say no because it you know it's I don't know. It's it's in that se- the short wasn't this during like the writer strike where they were basically directly recycling it's the TOS the episode. episodes. But uh, well, it's also I mean it obviously is very very similar to the Naked yeah. Time, but but no, I think Philip has a good point that you know we're still getting used to this crew and even though we may not feel like this is the best episode, it does plant a lot of seeds that some pay off, some don't, but, but we do see, you know, it it tells us what to keep an eye on. It's like, Oh, you should watch for a possible relationship here with Picard and Beverly. Oh, you know, you should watch for uh, Wesley taking over and hearing (laughs) again, you know, and, and for that, I think it does have merit. uh, And it just kind of ekes over that line of essential. So I will give it a yes.
2: And then I have a question. Um, for our essential things, because I feel like this will evolve over time, um, or possibly de-evolve. Oh, now, are are we allowed to seven use season seven spoilers? How much foreknowledge are we allowed to use in essential? Well, no,
1: of instance? course, it's that's super. I mean, all
2: because like in it, it Naked Now, like I would argue. Um but of course it's it's a dumb argument, but it, but like I argue like, oh this develops characters and then we're like, but it was never followed up on. So then did it really That's develop true. characters?
0: I would say we can use yeah. the knowledge because otherwise we aren't gonna be able to what? adequately decide.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. What about the temporal prime so. directive? <laughs> knowledge of our future.
1: I mean honestly at this point, we're we're gonna we're actually, you know, I think we're all in agreement here. We're actually gonna stick with uh with the naked now. I, I never on, thought we'd
0: say this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that are first out of the bat. The also, naked
1: really, we show. haven't we haven't mentioned it, but uh, ice linear chips play a big part of this episode. We see them all the time, so you know. Uh, well, <laughs> we're true, establishing we see- the
2: 24th century. Every time something is mentioned in season one, I'll be like, "Gotta keep it." <laughs> else, do we know what a saucer separation? Oh, is? Oh, I'm
1: pretty sure they used a replicator. We'll definitely keep that one. <laughs>
2: um, actually, you're watching the other episodes, going, "What is this thing? <laughs> What's happening?" <laughs>
1: Uh, to play devil's advocate to your position right there, Philip, Um, let's, I think... St- Daniel, who's advocate? Beclar's. Uh, yeah. Beclar's advocate, uh, Let's start, oh, uh, or let's go next with uh, Code of Honor. Never happened. Uh, L- Lieutenant Yar is abducted by the leader of a people who abide by a strict Code of Honor, hence the title, which requires her participation in a fight to the death.
2: Um... Anything? I'm I'm just saying this is where I'm pulling my 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 trump card if you will in the game of poker in Riker's room. Um I I think we are allowed to take out these things that should never have happened. <laughs> now, so can we argue there's should, stuff we just about remove YAR?
0: all the Yar episodes just to <laughs> erase her character from existence?
2: Yeah. And so I'm 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 going to say I would like to use the card that I'm going to have one per season to say this one Obviously never happened, and it shouldn't have never happened. And i that's my – so in Code of Honor, I'm saying never happened, but I am merely one voice in this tri- it is, trioperant. It is
0: not good I mean,
1: is there anything w- that you can remember th- or think of worth salvaging at all? I mean, I, I, I just – I mean, nothing well, worth the whole picture in my mind that, that I can think of.
0: I mean, this is, And besides, you know, foreshadowing anything or, or whatnot, again, I'm trying to picture someone who's never seen Trek – and I'm, I'm like, okay, we're gonna start from the beginning. I sit them down, and I'm like, I'm not gonna show you everything. I'm just gonna show you what I feel is essential. I would skip this episode, right? Because it's, I don't feel it. It, it's not giving the essence of good trek for a good first impression. We're at we're on episode three, so we need to we need to make good impression at this point,
2: right? And I, and and one thing I, I do want to say is I always want to try to be value neutral. About, oh, it's a good episode. It's a bad. So like you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe um. Sub Rosa will be deemed essential or something. Um, But, like, this isn't a bad episode. It's just, like, in-your-soul offensive episode. (laughs) And so that's, like, Time Zero may be deemed essential, even though some of us may or may not like it. But, like, Code of Honor just can't happen if we are doing essentialness. I mean, just.
1: All right, then. So surprising absolutely zero listeners, uh, we have dropped Code of Honor, believe it or not. So that's actually our first, but we're only on episode three, so let's keep moving. I, the, Court of Honor is the third episode, right? Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure I, because I copied this all into a spreadsheet. And I want to make sure I copied it right. Now. Okay.
0: <clears throat> well, it's technically the Force, because they, they count, count encounter. Too, uh, yeah, two. The
1: so. next episode that we're going to talk about is the Last Outpost. An unknown force immobilizes the Enterprise during the Federation's first encounter with a new alien threat, the Ferengi.
0: The uh, yeah, it's Shh. that unknown force.
1: And the <laughs> laser whip. I mean, I feel like this is uh, kind of important. I mean, I know it's well, not great, and it's this is this is kind of like uh, the quintessential definition of the episode's not great, but it does do something pretty important.
2: So, so here's and and, and I and I'm I'm, I'm open minded about this episode, but I would play Feigler's advocate, and I just need some help here. When is the next Ferengi episode?
0: Uh I would say I was just oh, thinking about battle. That. The, battle, the battle episode so, nine. Can you so,
2: introduce the Ferengi in the battle? And I'm not saying change the battle. I'm saying you've never seen last yes. outpost. The battle happens. Can you be like, Oh, well, oh, who is oh okay, I know who these yes, are. Yes, you
1: can because yeah. in the battle, uh Picard didn't even know that this this battle, uh the Battle of Maxia had happened between him and Ferengi. You uh, you absolutely could erase this episode from existence and just use the battle as an introduction if you wanted to.
0: And I don't think in the battle they ever say anything like, "Oh, the last time we met these," you know. It it was. I think you're right. They they do a much better introduction of the characters. We see their ships. I mean, we saw their ships before, but I mean, we see inside their ship. We see it's not just a white. No, it actually
1: is. It still still is because they still don't. They still don't pay for like chairs or extras or anything. (laughs) But but there's (laughs) big
2: circles of spheres, (laughs) right?
0: Right, right. But no, I feel. Yeah, I would say just for that. I think that gives us an out with the last outpost that we can hold off introducing the Ferengi still in season one, but in the battle.
1: I'm but, but guys,
0: I, so, so, so
1: one important thing, and I'm actually kind of on the fence about it too, but, uh, uh, uh laser whips, we lose laser whips if we do this and it, Daniel. which doesn't actually matter, but it does come back in enterprise. Not that it's a super Daniel. important part of it, but <laughs>
2: We'll always have lasers. All right, all right. I agree. Yeah, let's let's get
1: rid of it. We don't need to keep it. All right, that's it. That's it. Last outpost is gone. Next up is where no one has gone before. Warp efficiency tests send the Enterprise traveling far beyond known space, where the crew's imagination takes on real form.
2: <laughs>
0: I mean, it does have a good ballerina scene in it. I mean, you—that's kind of essential, <laughs> you could say. <laughs> I forgot
2: about that. That's a great reference. That is a great reference. Um,
0: I mean, that jump cut between her and the ballerina outfit and being in a normal Starfleet outfit. I mean, it was seamless mm-hmm. in the cargo bay. Like, I couldn't tell mm-hmm. in the cargo bay.
2: Uh, um, I don't. Well, know. I mean, we get the Traveler. Yeah, and that's the, important. The Traveler trilogy. Um, and Wesley then you have too. Wesley being made acting sweater. Mm. <laughs> or well, that's not that's not what it's called. Acting <laughs> An ensign, which is a legitimate Starfleet rank. You can look it all the charts. It's right there, above crewman, <laughs> below full ensign is acting ensign.
0: Well, and but like we said, yeah. I mean, Wesley is given a lot of character development in this. He's it's more the developments are told at him as far as what the Traveler says,
2: but yeah, it is there.
1: I, to me, this is an easy keep uh, because the Wesley stuff and the Traveler stuff.
2: Yeah, and I think it establishes that a starship can pretty much go across the galaxy and come not back just the same day. I mean, that's going to be not essential. Not just across
1: the galaxy. It goes like four galaxies over and then comes back. So, uh...
0: I mean, that's some sort of record. I don't think that's ever been Yeah, a uh, so. keep. I, th- I think we're keeping it for sure. Oh, so yes, I think.
2: And it's literally in the name of the uh, preamble where no one has gone before. Yeah, so, That's true. Next up,
1: Lonely Among Us. An alien entity possesses Dr. Crusher, Worf, and Picard while the Enterprise is transporting delegates from two feuding planets. Uh, this is actually the only episode that features an alien entity possessing Dr. Crusher, Worf, and Picard. No, no, that's not true. That's, no. a, that's a lie. That's true. Totally yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh Meh. I don't I can't I honestly can't think of a reason to keep this one.
0: I'm trying to remember I always mix these ones up with some <laughs> of the other times that people are are taking okay, over. Okay, well yeah. Okay, this yes. is the Antigons and mm-hmm. Soleil. Yes, it is.
2: And this is the okay. one... I was
0: thinking this is no, the Don't no. Do Drugs one at first, no. but no, that's different.
2: This is the one which I love. I mean, if if no one has seen this episode or doesn't remember it, watch it again, because I love that something happens in this episode, which really should be made reference, like every other episode, that Picard existed as a energy <laughs> being. And then, like, we'll never talking about that again, ever. Like, you would bring that up, like, hey, Picard, remember that time you were an energy being? No. Doesn't really ring a bell.
0: When we get that great sensor diagnostics room with <laughs> yep, the light pen, true. I mean, it's true, which we never see again. Yeah. but still,
1: I mean, is there anything um, worthwhile in here, guys? I mean, to me, it's one of the it's uh, one of those yeah, forgettable no. episodes. It's like, I mean, it happens, and it, it really is. I guess it's okay while it's happening, but nothing really of consequence comes from this.
0: Again, that that whole thinking of someone who's never seen Trek uh, is this. I'm wanting to hook him, and this is only a couple episodes in, I now, don't think this guys, one would do I, it.
2: guys, I am looking at my notes, and I just want to bring up something that happens in this episode. I'm not saying you should keep it because of this reason, but let me just read a little note here. <clears throat> Seen as a still-unnamed security ensign was actor Colmini, <laughs> where he'd been given a command division ensign. At least here he'd be given the mustard-colored uniform. He began to sport in season two. So for the first time in this episode, O'Brien is in yellow. I'm still yeah. there. you can I mean, do with if, it. If as he you if wish.
1: he didn't shoot.
2: I mean I'm saying there's continuity <laughs> in seven years of Deep Space Nine. But if you guys just want to check it out the air. If airlock, he did not show up
1: in, in yellow this episode and showed up the next appearance that he has, it wouldn't bother me. I, I let's get rid of it. It's boring. It's uh, whatever. I'm not gonna judgment call the episode, but it's not it's not essential. There's there's nothing going on that the dress
2: uniform. Hey, yeah, okay, you're still not here. And, and, and no. you're like, why are they wearing no. skirts when they show get it, get up again? Rid of no. you're like, get rid of it. Uh, I'm running my fiery descent.
1: <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. No lonely among us. Sorry.
0: <laughs> now we just jump right to the battle, right? There's. Oh, else this is going between. to be an
1: interesting quest for justice. Uh, Wesley breaks an what? idyllic world's trivial law by accidentally stepping on flowers and faces a death sentence. So I will let Philip just go ahead. Philip, just talk about it. What? I mean, what, what, it. I mean, is there
2: is there even an? He's argument? like, I
0: prepared this eight-page document. I shall recite in enamec <laughs> pentameter. I mean,
2: is there even an argument? What what possible argument would there be? Not well. To keep it? I mean, other
1: than actually, the only reason I can think to keep it is that it kind of lays out TNG's version of the Prime Directive.
0: That is true. It, it, it is actually a, a good core Star Trek myth, myth, uh, mythology, I guess. No, that's not the right word. But just that, that culture of what we're expecting from these federations, you know, it, it, it is... Pretty well established in this one. It's I'm not opposed. It to is essential
2: T G. Everything <laughs> that the show is about is in this episode. You have the prime directive. You have the use of religion and God. You have Picard, uh, how he handles a godlike being, the ethics, the speech he gives. You have never he becomes save, a godlike being later. How, so I guess that's how kind he of... saves a crewmate dealing with Beverly and and Wesley, his his uh, illegitimate son. Um, every you have Yar, <laughs> I don't remember
0: that being in you, the episode. You, you have
2: War being established as a stolid, sexless person. This is essential <laughs> stuff that will come out throughout this series. Uh, you know okay, what, Darren? Okay, Darren, okay. hang on, okay. Darren. Before right, let's, let's you get it. to
1: talk, I'm sorry, I don't want to be rude, but I can't decide. So I'm going to let you be the deciding factor. You're either with Philip or you're
0: against him, so uh, I don't know. I, to me it's I go either way.: I think in the essence of harmony <laughs> on this podcast, I kind of feel my.: You are going is to be the uh, the
1: Edo God in, in this episode and uh, decide.
0: <laughs> you mean I'll be, I can be destroyed with one photon <laughs> Man, torpedo?
1: I don't know. what do you think, Darren?
0: No, I think it's it's a it's a good episode for all the reasons and more that Philip has listed. So we we have talked about this one a lot on Earl Gray. I mean, probably at least <laughs> once an episode for the last 140 episodes, I'd say. Daniel,
2: but, it's a second. I
1: know. I, I actually do. I, that would actually be the <laughs> most convincing argument to me. Is that is is the b- believe it. <laughs> that it really is, Darren. Really Darren, you got to know your audience <laughs> and for a lot of reasons. I'll talk about the prime directive when I'm trying to convince you. <laughs> no, for, for actually, to be honest, for a lot of reasons, yeah, that is to me one of the most important things here is is both the cavalier attitude, the sexual attitude that the the the, the planet's inhabitants have, and then how Starfleet reacts to that. I, I do really like that. All right, you know what? This is real grave, and 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 Philip votes yes so hardly that he has convinced us enough, at least. <laughs> That we'll keep it. Justice is essential. TNG, you heard it here first, folks.
0: (laughs) So that means so far we are batting a little over 50%. We're we're very close.
1: So next up is the battle. Um, A Ferengi captain returns the abandoned stargazer to his former captain, Captain Picard, who experiences severe headaches begins to relive the Battle of Maxia in which he lost his ship. Um, I mean, I, I'll let you guys talk, but I feel like we've already discussed this. If we're going to introduce introduce the Ferengi, I guess it's, I mean, right?
0: The other thing that would make this episode better is if you use the soundtrack from Patton on top of it. I always picture that for some reason when they start talking about, like, especially when he's doing the flashbacks, you know, I just want to hear, like, the, you know, like the whistles in the background and he's, well, he, 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 but no, yeah, no, it's a, it's a good Ferengi episode and it, and it gives us some backstory for Picard and it shows our captain at a moment of weakness that he has to overcome. So I
2: think it's, it's really good track. And, and not that I'm saying this is a reason to keep it because I actually, I don't think continuity should always control because just because it's mentioned again, doesn't mean that second mentions any good. Um, but there's an episode in season seven that's kind of depends on oh, the knowing yeah. this episode. I'm, I'm not saying, saying we keep it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just throwing that out. There. No, but I- if that was yeah, the, only,
1: like, ch- the only like no, hanging, the only hanging Chad that we had at at this point. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. Take yeah, of the um, references back, <laughs> bow,
2: sir. Take um, about.
1: But it's not. It's kids ask your parents. Not. But yeah. because again, we pushed the Ferengi into this episode. But even if we didn't, even if this was the second introduction of the Ferengi, we have the Stargazer, which is super important. We have the Picard maneuver, which is also super important. I mean, this is. Its yeah, direction. I mean, there, this is actually important stuff yeah. that you need to know. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we're pretty.
0: And we do see the Ferengi w- later. We do? I mean, we're not going to cut we, out all the Ferengi episodes.
2: <laughs> well, and I think that the, to me, I mean,. It, the the last outpost does establish it but i think the battle also establishes um frangy mores in that when you have the first officer to first oh, officer yes. discussion yeah. um he is like you <laughs> yeah. know the daemon has been relieved because he is not you know engaging in profit you know wink um you know and so <laughs>
0: and Records all like we have
1: no money <laughs> <laughs> next up is hide and Q. uh
0: now, don't look... Guess <laughs> I, was <just> gonna say,
1: <laughs> I If you would let me, I was going to say... Q dresses the crew up as the cast of Robin Hood. No, 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 no. Of course, no, no. Uh, Q returns to the Enterprise to tempt Commander Riker into joining the Q Continuum with the lure of Q's powers. This is tough for me. This is tough because I actually kind of have a soft spot for this episode, and I really think there's a lot of character stuff at the at the very end... And I'm going to make one plea for this episode and you got, I'll let you guys choose. But this, the, the, uh, the speech that Picard gives cue mm. about Shakespeare is one of my all time favorite Picard speeches. And it's so good. I mean, is it Shakespeare?
2: What, t- well, no, I was just going to say, it's not really a speech, it's him just reading Hamlet, but no, I'm, I'm with you. Well,
1: he no, no, he definitely, he definitely, it's definitely speechy, because, you know, what what Shakespeare said with irony, I say with conviction. I oh, mean, well, it's yeah. so, yeah, Hamlet, it's so, so good.
2: What and a piece of, of work man is, how noble <laughs> and sin.
1: So you know, I, I, I'm not entirely, like, but I would say it's worth keeping for that. But, but
2: Daniel, if no. you are using essential track that every time Picard gives a good speech, we have to keep it, I 100% back you up. <laughs>
1: I appreciate that.
2: Um, yeah, you know, this is, and I'm, I, I, I would actually like to watch this again because I think inherently, I always think, and I'm a season one, two defender, apologist, but this does really get to be like, ugh, ugh, not so good. Um, but. I'm, I, I am ambivalent. Um, you know, you, I, I, yeah, sure, why not? Um, because in, in some ways, because now, and again, I'm not saying continuity for continuity's sake. Q doesn't mention this, or Picard doesn't mention this, or Riker doesn't mention this in the next Q appearance. They're like, the last time you were here, you, you know, offered to make Riker a, a Q, and Q says something, else, like, oh, and too bad he didn't make that decision. So, you know, that, that does now make sense. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm ambivalent, so I will... Yeah. i see no reason not to keep it. Being the liberal justice, I want everything to be in.
1: Uh, Yeah, so what do you think, Darren? Hide and Q, how do you feel about it?
0: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, the speech is good. And, I mean, we do enjoy Q. I'm, I'm kind of thinking the same thing with the Frangie. Like, when's the next time we see Q? It, it's kind of almost once per season. So I don't think we see him. Or else in this... Not until he this, loses uh, his powers,
2: I don't think. No, either. no, no my gentleman. Season oh, two. Oh, the,
1: no,
0: the Borg episode. Yeah, that's right. Oh, so we don't see him for a while.
1: Well, I mean, it's next season. It's the next season, but...
0: But, but like, at the, the end of that. That's true. Oh, no, no, you're right. That's not the end. I'm thinking Best Both Worlds. That's just... Um... I guess he, I mean, Q is such a fan favorite, too. I mean, he's such yeah. a great character. Even if he's not in the strongest of episodes, like, it, it's a good, <laughs> most Q episodes are good, no matter what.
2: And it establishes the, you, uh, yeah, I don't know if you see them, but at least metaphorically, you see the Q Continuum in this one.
0: I mean, we're not being the Scarecrow yet, right. but.
2: Because they're, you know, Q breaks his word or whatever, or at least, you know, Picard says, ah, I see the Continuum has something or whatever, and they're like, <sighs> That's true. So it
1: sounds like uh it sounds like it's a keep.
0: Uh yeah, we can keep it. All right. It's and a Q-E. And, it's th- and it starts our cue based puns, so.
1: Not not the greatest of episodes, I think we all agree, but uh important to watch nonetheless. Next up is Haven. Lawaksana Troy visits her daughter, Counselor Troy, and prepares her for an arranged marriage. Now this is interesting because Lawksana kind of throws a wrench into it. Uh my inkling is to say, drop it. If we if we can drop the first Ferengi episode, and push that introduction later, I don't think there's anything super important here that we can't push to
0: the next Waxana episode. Do we know when the next uh, Manhunt episode? No, is? I think
2: I can't remember if that's. I think it might be second season, but Manhunt would be the next appearance if I'm correct.
0: Yeah, I think that is second season.
2: Um, now which now of course the the, the, the you're missing a running joke. If you drop Haven, because, of course, in Haven, the card picks up her suitcase in Manhunt. Yes. Riker picks up her suitcase. <laughs> yes, yes, yes.
0: Okay. That's not that <laughs> big of a...
2: And we do get Armand No, J. it's a Erman. big suitcase, Darren. It really is a big suitcase. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, we got to be essential. We got to be cutthroat. We got to oh, make the tough I, decisions. I, I, I yeah. disagree. Command isn't for everyone. Yeah. We have to make the tough decisions. You're calls. the conservative
2: justice on this panel, Darren. I'm, <laughs> them. I'm letting them all through. <laughs> I say cut it.
0: Yeah, I think, I think we can push Loxanne. I mean, Loxanne's a great character, but we can definitely, I think we can push Because, I mean, this
2: does one. show us a little bit about Betazoid society. We have establishing the thankfulness gong. Essential That's not track, Philip. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's uh, cut. No, we're cutting it. Sorry, Philip. It's cut. It's officially been cut. Next up, the big goodbye. A computer malfunction traps Picard, Data, Dr. Crusher, and, of course, everybody's favorite, Whalen. In a Dixon Hill holodeck program set in the early twentieth century.
2: Do we even have to talk about that? This, obviously, I yeah, I say Obviously, that's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it's. it's it's first contact. Well, and it's also the uh, the holodeck. It's the holodeck. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's.
0: There's. I mean, besides Wesley getting splashed in the pilot, like this is where we really see the holodeck. I mean, this is important for
1: all of those reasons. I don't. I don't think we need to, unless anybody. I mean, uh, Cyrus Redblock,
0: right? Great character that comes back. Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> we get him stepping out. Well, because he stepped out and he's like slowly evaporating. Right. Up. And if you
2: ever see um, the series Voyager with a doctor who can't exist else. Oh wait, that's spoilers. Never mind.
0: Yes. Don't.
1: <laughs> don't it. listen, Andy. Don't. Don't listen to Philip. <laughs> So yeah, we're gonna we're, oh, we're gonna keep the big goodbye because it's it's specifically mentioned by title in First Contact. We can't we we can't just leave it alone.
2: I love that we have First Contact corollaries. Anything mentioned in Star Trek First Contact <laughs> is essential.
0: I mean that joke with the Frankie, you know gorilla. So you keep
2: That's the only reason <laughs> no. we're keeping encounter. counter.
1: All right, let's keep. Uh, we're we're doing good. Let's keep moving on here, Data lore. The Enterprise crew finds a disassembled android identical to Data at the site of the Omicron Theta colony, where Data was found, which was destroyed by the form dubbed the Crystalline Entity. That uh, uh, that android was called B four. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's different.
0: Totally. Sorry. That's <laughs> different.
2: Yeah. No. Uh, there's an opposite corollary called the Nemesis. We'll discuss it later.
0: <laughs> data lore, go. I mean, it's Data lore. It's it's the background of Data. It's the crystalline entity. It's Brent Spiner playing two roles. I, 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 how could you not keep it's lore? This? It's, it's lore. It's data and lore, and the episode's titled Data Lore. It's like so on the nose, it's ridiculous.
2: <laughs> and, and, I, and I will argue, uh, or, or posit, that for those who are season one haters, watch Data Lore, and that is a season one episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, how
1: do you not keep Data Lore? I mean, there's, you can't... There's so much introduced here that we... You know, and Wesley saves the ship, which is kind of unusual, so it's nice to see that, you know. But
2: uh, Data's off switch?
1: <laughs> Data's off switch too. Yeah, there's there's yeah. yeah, we're keeping it, obviously.
0: Which will come back in Measurehead. entity so yeah, for no, the you,
1: silicon avatar?
0: Yeah. We definitely aren't going to push Data's backstory into the next episode we see it in. We got to have
1: Yeah, it. no, this is like this is like uh Data Origins, right? I mean, this is Which is my Data first Which is my
2: favorite separate uh movie spin-off he did. So <laughs>
1: So I feel like we're going to have um, a very similar reaction to the next episode, but uh, maybe a little different. Uh, Angel One, the Enterprise visits a world dominated by women to rescue survivors of a downed freighter.
2: Well, I don't know. Go ahead. I, I You know, I... <laughs> I remember, I remember writing my reaction, but I don't remember feeling my reaction when I did my rewatch. Because I mean, I'm in like, um, I, I'm almost like in the last season of Deep Space Nine now. So season one TNG rewatch was a while ago. But I remember writing, "Yeah, Angel One, no," uh, <laughs> uh, or words to that effect. Yeah, like, I it's... don't remember feeling that it was that bad, but I remember writing that it was that bad. So
0: I would definitely say it's not essential. It's it, it doesn't. Nothing that's really established in any of the characters or any of the moments really comes back into play and it yeah, I don't think this one was a miss. Yeah, drop it. Nothing nothing good comes from it. More like Angel Zero. Uh, uh never mind. We're like t- and speaking of zeros.
1: Exactly. Uh we <laughs> move on now to one one zero zero one zero zero one. Uh, the Binars upgrade the Enterprise's computer and space dock. Riker and Picard become distracted by a surprisingly realistic, holodeck character. You know, I was a little... I mean, it's got minu- I, was minu- 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 I was a little Future nervous. I was a little nervous. Future Imperfect will make no sense. Yes. Yeah, we have to keep it. We have to. And...
0: <laughs> which, of course, we're going to keep Future Imperfect just for the comm badges. <laughs> <'cause> that's
1: <laughs> given. And, not only do we get... The, the Throwing Star
2: combat badges...
1: <laughs> but we also get.
2: Okay, well, we have the. uh We do have. A, we established the self destruct sequence oh, for the show. I know what it is. I know what it is. Sorry. Okay. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> not only do we have, and it and it can only be thirty minutes. Not, not only do we have minuet in this episode, we also have Data in command. This is the first Ooh. instance of Data in command, I believe. And uh you know, he kind of owns it. Got the because
0: isn't he in command when they
1: evacuate? Yeah. He's, He's in, in charge of the ship, ship later. yeah, but
2: yeah, be- because the two hoo-hahs are ha-haing in the holodeck. Because
1: they're in the the holodeck <laughs> where they can't be reached, so Data is like evacuate
0: the ship. And it, well, it's like a tunnel; it's a dead zone. Okay, communicators don't work in there.
1: <laughs> well, it's on a se- uh, you yes, don't, I, it's on a separate power source, guys. So it's, it's um, set
2: to privacy mode, if you know what I mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> incognito mode.
2: <laughs> Do not disturb. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we we should keep this right. This is great. This is good stuff, and. We get to see the terrible inconsistency of uh, space dock doors. Now, nah, don't don't get me started because I'll get really heated about that. But yeah, we're going to keep uh, we're going to keep the binar episode for sure. <clears throat> Next up, too short a season. The The Enterprise transports a legendary geriatric admiral who must once again negotiate a hostage situation. Involving McCoy? A man-
2: <laughs> I don't even need to say anything. I'm just going to say yeah, no, no. Let me I mean I, I think no but um <sighs> I mean ahead, it's still. it's an interesting I mean to me it's a, it's an interesting concept because it's very um ask your parents, it's very Iran Contra. Um I mean you have you know, which is, you know, this is remember this is nineteen eighty seven here, so that's a very modern uh story for the time. Um, you know, the you have the Admiral he ended up like selling arms for hostages and now the, the guy he sold them to or is now a leader of the world. who wants the guy to come back because the weapons he sold has destroyed that world. So, I mean, you know, it's it's a modern telling of the the, the TOS sort of spirit. Um, now, I'm, is that enough to save it? Perhaps not. But, but again, that's what I'm when we're arguing essential TNG, that's the essential TNG-ness. You know, we didn't necessarily do it as much as TOS of doing the, you know, ripped from the headlines uh, issues, Law & Order style. Um, but I'm just throwing that out there as at least a – a, attempting a defense of this episode.
1: Right, but you wouldn't keep it, would you?
2: I mean, I, there's nothing I can really, that jumps out at me, it's, other than bad makeup chop.
1: Yeah. Nope. no, We're going to drop it. It's dropped. It's gone. It's dead.
2: Oh, wow. That was that guy. Anyway, so this is, I don't know if you remember the guy who played the bad guy in this episode. He played the Klingon who taught Scotty in Trouble with the Tribbles. Oh really? I say the Enterprise was garbage. I, didn't know that. I meant to be hauled away as garbage, as garbage. Oh wow,
1: that's that's interesting. I didn't know that. <clears throat> okay.
0: Anyway, see, I didn't even need to say anything. Just no, just, we just, dropped just, it. I really stood. It's, it's
2: yeah. gone. <clears throat> or, like too Next short up of discussion. is when the.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Heyo. <laughs> Next up is when the bow breaks. A planet formerly existing only in legend uncloaks and requests help from the Enterprise. The planet's inhabitants are sterile and want to adopt children from the Enterprise by force, if necessary. Um,
2: not a
0: terrible it is, episode. Kind of well, is. well, what I like about <laughs> it,
2: I or at least what I appreciate about it. No, I mean I don't, I don't not like it. But what I appreciate about it, this is our first depiction of children in the 24th century, and Children of Starship, which is unlike any other Star Trek... There's only one before, I know. There is like any other Star Trek before, you know, uh, the NCC 1701. Yeah, yeah, we could just wait till Rascals, and we get a great show. <laughs> Five so. kids in that episode, and three of them are the main characters. I mean... Uh, that still counts. I mean, we get Wesley being a leader. I mean, um, you know, Picard's ever-evolving attitudes and relationship with has- children
1: his attitude towards children would be the only thing that would even moderately push me but i now there's just nothing but
0: there's better instances of his attitude later like disaster like disaster and stuff yeah, for sure so mm-hmm.
2: but this is the fable planet of Aldea the myths and legends are done we're done no we're, done. No.
0: we're two to two to two it's to one it's done and it's gone more Phillip, like you the,
2: more like when the credibility breaks
0: <laughs> I cannot wait until Phillips. You're going to make a pun about every episode.
1: There, I can't wait till Philip starts arguing against us. I just there's going to be an episode and trust me, it will happen in season two. I know it for sure uh, that uh, there will be an episode that Philip wants to drop. And maybe we don't all agree. Anyways, let's move on. Home soil. The crew of the Enterprise discovers a crystalline life form with murderous intelligence that has been killing the scientists on a terraforming project. I have to say, I actually reject this premise. That's, uh, uh, I don't think it's uh, that the, the that those beings were on a murderous intelligence. I think that's
0: kind of mischaracterizing them.
2: I, I feel
1: like that's an <laughs> well,
0: that's what a Class M planet is: murderous <laughs> yeah. intelligence. I feel <laughs> like
2: ugly bags of mostly water would make that comment. <laughs> I, I like this episode. Um Yeah, this is a great like, whoa, episode. Whoa, 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 cowboys. What makes it essential <laughs> though?
0: Uh well is we, it that we show can... that data could totally hold his own in a laser. Data
1: room. can fight a laser. Yep.
0: And it's very Star Trek, like the discovering the 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 way they deduce it. I mean it's a it's one of the first mysteries where Picard and everyone's like trying to figure out what this crystalline which I just noticed that this is the second time we've referenced a crystalline entity. <laughs> like they kind of seem a little uns- like surprised that life could exist like this. I'm like, wasn't there something that destroyed data's planet? Yeah, basically? But where, Have
2: we forgotten? Where were the children's pictures about this one though?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. Exactly. This is essentially the uh, devil in the dark of TNG.
2: Yeah. Um, and, uh, or is it just a bad copy?
1: okay you know i gotta be honest i i have a soft spot for this episode i really love this episode but i have to be honest and say i don't know that it's essential i don't i can't think of anything that makes me hold on to it other than the fact that it's a good story
0: that's a good point it is a good episode but essential
1: all right i vote i okay it's not i think we gotta guess we can cut it all
0: right (laughs) oh man i'm
2: so sure
1: Alright, well, next up, coming of age. While Wesley takes the most intensive academy entrance <laughs> exam of all time, the senior staff of the Enterprise are placed under
0: investigation by Starfleet. This is the one with the psychiatric
2: the psych test, yes. right? Yeah. And we have c- to, Commander Remick, conspiracy will not make any we sense. We have
1: to keep I mean we have to keep it for conspiracy, right?
2: Oh,
0: okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, besides like The kind of Wesley plot, like, I can't even remember the other Commander
2: Remick uh, investigates Picard to find out if he's loyal and Admiral Quinn's on board. Because Admiral Quinn's investigating Uh, the conspiracy before he's taking over.
0: Well, can we, should we jump ahead and decide if we're going to keep neutral zone? Or not neutral zone, keep conspiracy? Well, no, I think conspiracy... Are you
2: arguing, Darren, to get rid of conspiracy?
0: I'm not, I'm just saying, like... It, it's are they even note coming Wait, of age Can you turn around <laughs> for a little bit
2: i just need to see the back of your neck for a moment
0: <laughs> nice nice it's this has always been here no we about? we
1: have to i mean we have to right our, our my vote is keep it we
0: have to for concern so you're gonna keep coming of age over home <laughs> yes. soil
1: yeah 100%. i mean 100 percent as essential trek yes okay yeah.
0: i i feel this time it's two to one i'm getting downvoted but we'll we will keep it all right
2: we're also, not only are we keeping track of what episodes we're keeping and, and taking away, we're also all personally keeping track of how many times we've been outvoted.
1: <laughs> and also, I mean, it is important to to Wesley's character as well. I mean, I mean, that's actually the center.
0: I mean, it's even in any other seasons. Like, we should be paying more attention to Yar. She's going places.
2: <laughs> uh, spoilers about what's coming up. <laughs>
1: Yes. Next up is Heart of Glory. Fugitive Klingons seeking battle, attempt to hijack the Enterprise, and ask Worf to join them.
0: Okay, I just want to say one thing: Klingons smuggling TSA style a disruptor onto the Enterprise in the most elaborate breakout attempt ever. I mean, that right there is worth it. Now,
2: this is where I'm going to throw this out, and 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 I'm not arguing for against. So I'm just saying this. This, I would say, is a parallel to The Last Outpost. In other words, um, uh, what's the Riker Klingon episode? It's the first time we yeah, see yeah. But the. What's the, the Riker uh, Klingon
0: episode? It's not oh, you episode.
1: mean the first episode that we ever did together, Philip? Is was, that what you're talking about? Yeah, well, it's
2: not called Bird of Prey Selfies. What's the name <laughs> of the actual episode? <laughs>
1: I totally remember the episode title. That's why I'm avoiding answering their actual question. But uh,
2: <laughs> It's something about honor, glory, or something. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, my argument is this. If you took away Heart of Glory, because I actually don't think it's a great Klingon introduction of the 24th century. I think the Riker Klingon episode is a better introduction to the yeah, Klingons of the 24th I century. That okay. I mean, because I, I – I mean – and I'm not saying to take away Heart of Glory. I'm just throwing that out there. Um because, I mean, this just, I mean, there's stuff. We get the death howl, right? Which we will see throughout Klingon hood. Um, yeah, it's
0: just a death howl. And you get howl, these sort of, what's you know.
2: really also going to be the Klingon storyline throughout the whole thing of sort of the, for lack of a better word, liberal Klingons, you know, hey, we're friends and peace, versus the conservative Klingons who, we need to return to our warrior ways, which is the entire of like TNG, Deep Space Nine, and, you know, everything else Klingon storyline. So, I mean, I'm just saying. If you got rid of it, you could still introduce the Klingons later on. But I, I'm ambivalent about this one. I, keep wow, it, I, I could keep I, it. I could take it away. Either one.
0: That's a good argument. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm split too. Honestly, I don't.
2: Yeah. Um, now, I mean, this is this is now, and I'll now fecklear this. So this is a wharf episode, obviously. Um, do we feel like if we take this? I mean, uh, again, we have foreknowledge. There will be some episodes about Orp's tortured relationship (laughs) between Klingons and Starfleet. But I'm saying this is the only season one episode that this is going to be mentioned. Right.
0: Well, I'd also say, yeah, I mean, besides the Klingon society parts... I mean we get a lot of Worf doing his job. I mean like when they escape and are running around the Enterprise, I mean the way they system like we see a lot of ship operations. But it in is this mildly episode.
2: insulting in this episode is it Riker who's like, you know, Captain, are you worried about Worf and Picard's like, yeah. I mean like really cuz I'm not. I actually think <laughs> but um,
0: that's uh, I, you know what I—it's I, 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 almost a coin flip. It's,
2: I'm gonna drop it. Does anyone have a coin? I want honestly, I would honestly want to do a coin flip right now. All right, we don't have Wait, any I money have d- in d- the century
1: No, I have a die. I have a die.
2: Okay, come back, Darren. Oh, oh wow! Are we gonna do even? Uh,
1: <laughs> well, no, we'll just do one to three and, oh, and okay. four to six. Oh wow! Now, does it matter that the coin has a stormtrooper okay, on it? Okay, no, no, I mean, no. no. <laughs> now,
2: now, I don't know, Darren. Actually, Daniel has a better one. He has a die.
1: Well, I had a die, but it doesn't matter. He went and
0: got the coin. Let's, let's let okay. him do
2: it. Okay, coin. Cool. Okay, so... Oh, you tell us, Darren?
0: So, heads... Uh, heads is the stormtrooper, and that is keeping Heart of Glory. Tails is the empire symbol, which is... So uh, shouldn't the empire
2: keeping... be for the Klingons?
0: Okay, fine. <laughs> he- Tales of the <laughs> Empire symbol is we're keeping our. By the way, and Tales and of the Empire is
2: my favorite Klingon novel.
1: And just to just to just to lay this out here, so that all of our listeners understand, Philip is representing keeping the episode. I am representing dropping the episode. Darren is undecided. We're going to find out right now where are we at. Keep
0: or leave, and we're keeping all right. it. All right. All right.
2: Ah, See, we let the fates decide. That's how Earl Grey does it.
1: <laughs> so apparently, we are—you uh, know—the fact that we have three people doesn't actually ni- <laughs> protect us from having these kinds of uh, difficult decisions. We get one coin flip per season,
0: okay? That's the new rule. <laughs> one coin flip.
1: All right. Next up, the Arsenal of Freedom, trapped on the surface of an abandoned planet, and a weight team becomes Jordy in to- command.
0: I Just, mean, I do need, need to finish, to finish the synopsis,
1: <laughs> and also saucer separation.
2: Saucer separation. Uh, thats the media one. Yeah, immediate line. yeah. Like, do we even yeah. have? Them, like you see, you see that thing break away, keep in it.
1: All, right. Yep. all, right. all yeah. right, all right, all right, all right. I mean, should I even read the the synopsis entirely for the next episode as well? I mean, okay, no,
2: I think we should not keep it, and then you're like. Where'd she go?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we already... Okay, well, hang on. Wait. Before before we get there, let me just read it. (laughs) Because Philip is making a joke, but there's like jokes on jokes we can make here at this point. Let me just actually read it. Next up is Symbiosis. Picard tries to mediate a trade dispute between two neighboring planets, one of which is the sole supplier of a drug to treat the other's apparently fatal disease. This is the... Star Trek The Next Generation, drug abuse, resistance, education. So it's S-T-T-N-G-D-A-R-E episode. If you uh, dare.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, drop it. Drop I, it.
2: I, I, yeah, this no. is my drop argument it. for no. keeping it. Um, This is the prime directive in effect. Uh, this is my justice corollary. Because you have a prime directive conundrum, you have Dr. Crusher showing her Um, her character and her passion Um, and you have Picard being like but you have this very quirky ending which is sort of um, oh is it the Ensign of Command but basically like the Shellyak episode a little quirky Picard figures out how to solve everything so you have this sort of symbiosis of where you know he sort of cuts the Gordian knot or whatever you phrase metaphor you have similar you want to use um and also by the way not that there's necessarily an argument for keeping it you have great callbacks from star trek actors you have a star trek 2 actor and then you have um, a star trek 3 actor you have david kirk's son and then you have a uh, cons number one in this episode but anyway i just throw that out there
1: yeah no, you're right about those things that you said
2: that are right. <laughs> those were all <laughs> words you mentioned.
0: Uh, symbiosis, yeah, it's... I mean, yes, it does have the Star Trekness of it, but I could also just... I don't think we're going to miss it. Like, we get lot, a lot more better examples of Star Trekness coming up. But, Darren,
2: up, so. why would someone take something addictive that wasn't good for them? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. No. Nope. Yeah. You, you just say that, Wesley, when you're playing the game. Okay. Philip
1: just uh, sealed the deal. It's gone. It's uh. It's it's gone.
2: <clears throat> Next up, skin of evil. Where'd she go, guys? Where'd she go? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, did they uh, thinking forward? Did they actually explain where Doctor Crusher went in the beginning of season two? No. Or did she just disappear as well?
1: Well, she walked up into
2: the room. I'm, no, I don't know.
1: An evil, tar-like creature holds Troy hostage on an alien world. During the rescue mission, one of the Enterprise's
0: crew... Yeah,
2: I you mean, know, blah, blah, blah. Moving on.
1: We have to keep it. I and mean, we have to. I mean, it's... it's.
2: I mean... Yeah. We... In all
0: fairness to Denise, we need to keep it. I mean, I mean... Is
1: there any other... It's like, is there any other episode in Star Trek where a, a, a bridge member is killed. I mean like I mean you know, well there's one in deep space 9 obviously.
2: Um <laughs> not not counting Khan cuz that's a death trap. Do you don't want to sit in that <laughs> chair?
1: But I mean it is. It's I mean you can't not keep this. This and I feel like we've we've kind of come across this more in TNG season 1 than a lot of these other you know Star Trek essentials that I've listened to. But I feel like it's just as much as people say that there's a problem with this season, it's, it it is establishing so 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 much, and I mean we just can't we cannot leave. Skin of Evil is not a great episode, but I mean it it's important to Star Trek. It's important to I mean it sets up so much. And it, what do you what else can you say about that?
0: Hey Daniel, I really wasn't. L- well, I mean Data something's got me. You got to keep that. <laughs> <mind>. <laughs>
2: but, Daniel- Data! <laughs> Daniel, I really wasn't listening to you Because you didn't begin your sentence with uh, What this episode taught me So I think, yeah, we're right. voting and yes Could you have the Windows 95 background when you're talking? Daniel, that's really gonna... Oh,
1: I, I see you're trying to uh, Figure out the essentials of Star Trek TNG Season 1 Boing
0: <laughs> Would you like some help? Is it a Is it a Mr. Tricorder pop-up? Okay
2: We'll always have Paris. Yeah, you guys Pic- are going to say no. I know you're going to say no to this. Ha- hang on. Let me read it. You're just going <laughs> to say no.
1: Hang on. Picard meets an old flame whose husband has been affected by an accident involving a dimensional experiment. Yeah, no. Nope. Drop it.
0: I, I, I've watched this one so infrequently that when I see screenshots from like the part where Data's got the canister, I'm like what
2: the heck is There's three Data's in I- this one. He's playing himself multiple <laughs> times, guys. I mean, what do you want? What do you want?
1: The end is good. The end is solid.
2: Yeah, but it's not the whole episode. And it's not worth the rest of the episode. And it establishes Picard's... uh, The decisions he's made in life about uh, romance versus career. I mean... You know what? It shows shows 24th century Paris.
1: If they had made that character... Um, the same character from from tapestry. You know what? Maybe there would be an argument there, but the you know there's just nothing. There's just nothing in this episode that matters. That nah,
0: that's true. They don't tie it back in the future, which they could, but they didn't.
1: Nope, it's gone. No okay. more. Nope. We'll never. We'll have never Paris. have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got two more to go, guys. Let's do it. Conspiracy,
0: the strange... There's, there's so many episodes back in the day. I know, like, I know, it's
1: crazy. <laughs> the strange behavior of high-ranking officers leads Picard to uncover a conspiracy within Starfleet.
0: I think the fact that the entire synopsis in Wikipedia, which includes <laughs> which earlier prompted the investigation of the crew and Coming of Age, which we kept kind of... Uh, No, I don't want to keep conspiracy.
2: Ah, I told John to keep coming of age.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, right, you have to. I mean, if we're doing coming of age, but even then,
0: like, this is such a crazy episode. Well, And I'm highly biased because it was the first episode I remember seeing. I mean, it, it just has an explosive
2: element to it.
1: What other TNG, what other Star Trek episode does anybody remember where somebody's explodes i mean come on it's so cool yeah no we're gonna keep we're gonna keep conspiracy for sure but but conspiracy which was intended to be the season finale it's interesting let's follow it up guys how do you feel about the neutral zone i lose it a derelict satellite is found containing cryogenically frozen humans from the 21st century as the enterprise is sent to investigate the destruction of outposts near romulan space
2: this is one where I, I really don't like this episode. I really don't. I think it's, I think uh, the the human twentieth verse or twentieth. It's stupid. I don't like it at all. But for continuity sake, which I, again I'm not saying continuity for continuity's sake. But this is basically the Borg. I know it doesn't say it's the Borg, but this is the Borg.
0: It is. But even though we know that, do we really need it? Like, could we just end this season this uh, this uh, the this season on? Now continuous? here's my
2: question. This is where. Well, I mean, you don't have to, but this is, when do the Romulans show up again? Like, in other words, we are doing our introduction of species, so my argument has always been, if...
0: I mean, that is a really cool shot when they decloak and it's like, oh my gosh, they're a giant ship. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I do really love that scene, and I love the Romulans. I'm split. Um, I, I agree with Philip, I don't necessarily care at all about... I'm Samuel Clemens, not you know whatever. No, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> sorry, you said I don't care.
0: No, and it's, then just all three following a, follow. a uh, guitar.
1: Guitar I mean. guy. Yeah, no, I don't care anything about these guys. But uh, sets up the Borg, sets up the Romulans. I
0: mean, it is. I mean, as wait, okay, The next time we see the Romulans is Contagion, episode eleven of season two, I believe.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean,
0: uh, where we get the female Romulan. That doesn't really introduce commander.
2: them or say that they've been. Sort of silent for however many years.
0: It's just like they're there, and it's like, oh, look, it's the Romulans in their big old Again, ship.
1: Again, with the combination of the Romulan introduction and the Borg introduction, how much more TNG can you get than those two species? I mean, the Borg, were they really that big? Of
2: a <laughs> uh, well, according to the first contact corollary. I'm going to keep it. I'm saying keep it. I'm saying reluctantly keep it.
0: Yep, I say keep Or it. are All right. you
2: going to have some sort of neutral zone about how we feel about this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so there are 15 yeses in the 26 episodes, which, if I remember correctly, means there's eleven
1: no's. All right, so we have kept 15 out of 26, which is a 57% uh of season one, can you believe it, right? The most derided season of TNG has an over 50% rate of important episodes that you kind of need to watch.
2: Uh, essential. Not tell season essential. seven will we Not get important.
1: beneath
0: that percentage.
2: <laughs> well, now it's actually reduced to the number of episodes they would have actually had in the real world.
0: <laughs> That's true. In its direct-to-Netflix era of 15-episode seasons... <laughs> It, it is kind of
1: mind blowing, right? That you know, I I do feel like there's a lot of negativity put on TNG early on, especially, and and I, I'll admit I'm part of that group sometimes too. There, there's not a lot, you know. There are difficulties in the beginning, and but it's it's really amazing to go back to the first seasons through this lens and say, hey, what actually matters as far as Star Trek continuity goes. And hey, guess what? More than half of these episodes are so essential that your local Earl Grey team decided that you needed to watch them.
0: Well, back on the neutral zone, I really think, no, It's I think that's a really good point. And this one was the most interesting season that I was thinking, like, how are we... I was curious on how this one was going to come about. Was it going to be half? Was it going to be you know, a third, but no, I think that's almost 60%. I mean, that's a pretty good all for, you know, the 26 episodes. So, nope, I think it's a good start. And uh, so that's, that means the next seven episodes of Row Gray are going uh, <laughs> no, to be essential. No, no. I hope I, I will
1: stop everybody's expectations from that. That's not what's going to happen, but we will visit each of the seasons in this lens. It is interesting because, you know, I'm a little nervous that... Oh, fifty-seven 57% with season one. I'm like nervous that season three, my favorite season is going to be like 22% 98%. or something like that. <laughs> We're just going to drop everything and it's not going to matter. Uh, but it it's cool. It It is interesting to see these adventures through this lens. Like what matters the most if you look at Star Trek as a whole. So I, I do actually think this is a really cool concept for sure. All right, Darren, when you are... Uh, not busy being part of the essential
0: truck FM. What are you up to? I'll be it ever so humble on Errol Gray. No, they can find me also in another essential filling in the gaps between TOS and TNG with Aaron Harvey on Saturday morning Trek every fortnight or so I get on that show. It's good. Uh but no, we're gonna talk about the animated series. And they can find me on Twitter under username Dr. SciFi where I talk about science fiction and uh staying up in the middle of the night. Because you know that's that's gonna be happening a lot.
1: <laughs> okay, and Philip, when people want to talk to you about being cut for, you know, for a string team like Wesley was in coming of age, how would they get a hold of you?
2: Um, they can find me on Twitter, or my handle there is NC. Public Servant that's NC for not canu- continuity um, because it's essential what I bring, and uh, maybe I should just have my own spinoff. I'm just saying <laughs> Nice. You're
0: nice. saying next week we're all going to have solo shows:
2: <laughs> I'm just saying that would fit me to a T.
1: Well, they can find me if they want to talk to me about, uh, you know, being first place um, on Twitter at one of Dan. That's the number one. Not the word. Guys, we will be talking season two TNG essentials sometime in the future. But I mean, there are a ton of shows that people can listen to. So here's just a look at what you may have missed elsewhere on Trek FM. Essentially essentially
2: essentially previously on trek.fm standard orbit
1: and i'm saying this in a really good and loving way sometimes some things can't be unseen but there is nothing cooler than disco bones i mean i know it's we're supposed to be in the 23rd century somewhere but that was squarely 1970 something oh yeah sure. it was
2: perfect the orb
1: and you paused for a bit thinking about it and then baseball
2: yeah, and you would have thought I would have got that, since I have one on my desk. <laughs> That's right, you skin. too, yes. Ah, uh,
1: yeah. Which you, you often fondle as we record the orb,
0: I must say. Well, I wouldn't have chosen those words, Chris, but let's just move <laughs> right along. Uh, to the journey!
1: I mean, I remember when this thing aired, I just thought, okay, they really are going to go through with this thing. They've been hinting at it for almost a year now, and this is actually going to go forward. I guess the joke was on me, but it gave me a lot of freaking hope and a lot of fanfic ideas.
2: Literary Treks.
1: One of my issues I had with this whole series is if
2: in, as a graphic novel is I was expecting one continuous story. And each chapter was an issue that was separate from each other. And that's what else is happening on Trek.fm.
1: You can listen to every show on the network at trek.fm with links for itunes streaming services and a direct download link this week of world gray is brought to you by audible.com this is a great way for you to read all of the books you want to read but never have time for audible is always expanding with over 150,000 titles to choose from there are classics current bestsellers and famous star trek books like prime directive and federation audible has something for everyone now as a Trek FM listener, you can get a free audiobook of your choice along with a 30-day trial to try out Audible yourself. So give it a try today. Catch up on all those classic Star Trek books you've yet to read. To support Trek FM, visit audibletrial.com/trekfm and sign up today. Again, that's audibletrial.com/trekfm. Thank you Audible for supporting Earl Grey and Trek FM. If you are a weekly listener and would like to directly help Earl Grey, please consider becoming a patron of Trek FM. At Patreon.com TrekFM, you can choose a pledge level and receive rewards for becoming a TrekFM patron. You'll be inside the Observation Lounge of our network, able to participate in our monthly patron roundtable podcasts, and supporting the production of all of our great content. We would like to take this moment to thank our current patron associate producers, Stephen Boyd and Ron Sarna. Thank you for supporting Earl Grey. Connect with other TrekFM listeners on our Facebook discussion group called The Babel Conference. Found through the Facebook search field or like the Facebook.com slash TrekFM page for show updates and announcements. The network is also on Twitter at TrekFM. All right, guys, well, I'm going to go and kind of ref- start to reflect on season two. I mean, I know it's going to be a few weeks until we start to get into it, but I'm kind of amazed where season one started out. So, uh, everybody else, all of our listeners, please start, list- start watching season two.
2: Now, which one of our listeners are essential?
1: All of our all listeners of them. are essential. For them. We will catch you all next time. Engage.
2: Make it so. Live long and prosper. Fire.